You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. You've listened to oneofus.net for years. Quality shows that have made you laugh and maybe even cry. But did you know they produce podcasts that you may not have even heard of? For just a few dollars a month, you have the opportunity to hear quality podcasts like The Breakfast Pub, Clagane Bowl 2016, Get Hype Motherfuckers, The Original Gentleman. I see this as an avenue to you becoming a huge chick magnet. Oh, yeah. And the Watch a Movie With Us series. By the way, anybody thinking that his makeup is a little bit heavy here does not remember the 80s. <laughs> oh, she's thinking about banking babies right now. Oh, it turned into a phallic symbol. Become a subscriber to oneofus.net and choose your level of giving from Red Shirt, Brown Coat, Time Lord, and Jedi. And know that your donation will help bring quality oral entertainment to you for years to come. Thank you. And may Cthulhu devour your house last. From, From the depths, depths of, of pop culture, culture rises a beast of unimaginable obsession to wreak havoc on the podcast of man. This is the Giganticast! Oh my god, it's another episode of Giganticast! Holy crap, what has it been like? So many hours. Too um, long. Too long. Anyway, um, well, it's me, it's Matt Frank, I'm back. Yes, all seven of you who listened to the last couple episodes. But uh, Chris isn't here this time. I know, no. it's sad. But I do have these two people who just wouldn't stop asking me to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have my good friends, John Sitton. Yo! And Amanda Arias. 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 I got it. <laughs> I've never been clear on how to pronounce that. Well, yeah, like, I, they always make fun of me. I, I say it very white. It's a uh, Hispanic Arias. name. It's Arias. Arias. Yeah, I say Arias. You can say Arias. It's easier. Arias. Yeah, yeah you got to get the roll. Arias. 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 He just the maracas come uh, like <laughs> yeah that's that's culturally sensitive i like yeah. it yeah um, well, you know we try yeah well it's more than what most of us do <laughs> all right so anyway um yeah so uh it, like i said it has been a while uh i managed to i managed to drag john and amanda over here uh because we today we are going to talk about Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Go Power Rangers. Yeah. As, as I understand it, isn't that how you guys met or no. started hanging out? Uh, no. Okay. So there's a, not how we sort met. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. No, no. Not how you met. No. no but no. Uh, at some point after we had met, we... Friended each other on Facebook. We friended right each on. other on Facebook. As and you I, do. I considered, like, should I pursue this guy? Is he somebody I want to date? <laughs> and so, while I'm trying to make this decision over, like, days or whatever, <laughs> uh, he shows up on my feed um, talking about how he's marathoning through as, many, yes! as much of the Power Rangers as he could. Yes! And I was like, 
Okay, this is definitely somebody. Oh, uh, mm mm mm. And then I found out he knew all. Give the me the vapors. <laughs> and then I found out he knew all the lyrics to uh, the Ninja Turtle rap, and yes. that's when I knew I was in love. Yeah. Mm, so. mm, mm, mm. That is a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah, so yeah. I'm taking want, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you ever oh, want romantic advice, watch right? Power Rangers mm-hmm. and know the Ninja Rap by Vanilla Ice. Well, you know, for the longest time, people were like, uh, "Oh man, if you want to actually date somebody, you better you better shelve your comic books and your '90s live action superheroes made for ten year olds." And uh, you know that's not how you find that's not how you find yeah, people to date. I, I can't. I, my, my, I was just like, I don't care if like <laughs> if a girl's gonna judge me. Like I, I legitimately wear my geek on my sleeve. Oh yeah, well, um, you know, I think I, we all do. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? If some girl's gonna judge me and basically be like, I'm not worth it, then, <laughs> then they're not worth it at that point. Yeah, good it's point. Like you accept me and all of me, mm-hmm. or you're not worth my time. Oh man, so sage advice. I just. One more quick antidote, it's and then I'm actually going to get to the podcast. That I have a sweet ass, so that you know <laughs> that's what drives you, brought, brings you in, and then the rest of it keeps you. Hook, yeah. line, and sinker. Come for the. How does it go? Come for the freak, stay for the food. Um, yes. <laughs> no, just I just remember when um, I was in middle school, uh, there was a girl that uh, I had a crush on, and then somebody who knew about my crush said, "Well, Matt, I mean, your whole Godzilla thing is kind of weird. Would you be willing to give that up?" For that, like, so was she was it a requirement? Like, like you it, get a girlfriend, you lose Godzilla. You lose, yeah. No, that was what I was told by everyone, my parents, my friends, my parents again. But actually, it was my dad who said, "No, no one is worth a day of your misery." Yeah. So I just thought that was it. Anyway, enough dating advice. <laughs> Welcome to the dating cast. Welcome to the dating cast. We're talking about how to get. That's actually a good idea for an episode. Is like how to date via Power Rangers. Although I'm still convinced that at Power Morphicon there have to be like eyes wide shut parties going on with like everyone's in Power Rangers outfits. It looks like it'd be a little sticky there. <laughs> a little bit. No, actually, Power Morphicon is awesome. I'm super excited to go this year. I've always wanted to go. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, it's so much fun. Okay, so uh, real quick, before we get started, one thing I wanted to start doing is um, is going over some quick uh, news highlights that are relevant to the podcast. Okay. Feel free to comment if any of this has oohs and ahs. Just um, real quick, okay, for I, I, it has occurred to me that we haven't actually g- 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 haven't actually had a Godzilla centric episode yet, and all, and this will be the fourth episode of Gigantic. So we still haven't really talked about Godzilla, but. That's for another time. I'm waiting for the right moment. Hey, you can't do, like, you have to You don't want to blow your wad too much. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to say it like that, but I was going to You don't want to shoot your jizz yeah, all over like, the... the... You don't start with the money you shot. Don't wanna... You work your way up to the money <laughs> exactly. shot. Exactly. <laughs> so, but there is a, there is a, par- a, a news just broke in the last 24 hours that there is going to be a big new deluge of information about the new Godzilla movie, Shin Gojira, or Godzilla Resurgence. Uh, starting in April 1st, uh, capping with a live display of some kind at I'm an sorry, event wait, in Japan. We're going to start on April 1st with the new information. It'll. How will you be able to trust anything that comes out that day? It's so funny you should say that because that's when the news first broke about the movie a year ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I was standing. <laughs> like, no, no, it turns out this entire The whole thing was one long. Oh, my God. Like, th- th- this year they're going to be like, okay, guys, we we haven't been serious. This has been this one is a- April oh, Fool's joke. You really started last year. Year. You dumb! <laughs> you dumb fuck! Seriously, thought we got Hideaki Anno? <laughs> you 
Yeah, God damn it, you fucking nerds. Uh, playing the long uh, game on an April Fool's joke geez, is harsh. That would be amazing. But I think we can take some solace in the fact that the Japanese, like, they're aware of April Fool's, but it's not really a thing over there. Like, so, whatever. But, no, so, like... You know, that's pretty exciting. And then on April 29th, they're supposedly going to be, like, they're actually going to show off the design officially. Oh, nice. So, which has been leaked a couple of times. It's not really clear if it's not the final the final look of Godzilla or not. But, I mean, for those of you who have seen it, it is a grotesque, terrifying version of the character. Nice. Looks like his skin is kind of peeling off. And, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I have to see it. Oof. <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, oh, uh, John, you'll like this. So you probably saw this the other day, this information that broke, but um, The City Shrouded in Darkness, the new PlayStation 4 game from the creators of Disaster Report, I believe is the title of their previous games. I think you are correct. Yeah. Uh, Officially, we'll have Godzilla in the game. Yes. Which is cool. And hints at Evangelion Unit 1. So it's just going to be a smorgasbord at this point. Yeah, it's got Ultraman. It's mm-hmm. got apparently some original created monsters. Supposedly. Supposedly. It's not super clear, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for those of you who don't know, The City Shrouded in Darkness is a... I mean, I'm sure that if it gets if it gets released stateside, which is not very likely, uh, just given the way these sort of things work, if it gets released stateside, it'll probably have a punchier title. Like, because the city shrouded in darkness sounds like a very loose translation of the Japanese title. Yeah. So. It'll probably be called, like, you know, Dark Kaiju City or. Uh, yeah. You know. or, or they'll give it, like, a cheesy kind of a title, like, Attack of the 50 Foot Shadowy Figures that will be revealed through copyright claims later. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Something like that. That'll be, it'll have include all of that, including the stuttering and the I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um,. Beyond that, uh, this stuff is a little more relevant to what we're talking about today. Uh, Dino Charge Season 1, Power Rangers Dino Charge Season 1, is now all on Netflix. Oh, nice. nice. So finally get to get caught up on that, which finally I'm sure... get to watch it. Right? Well, we'll get to get... We'll get caught... We'll, we'll talk about it during the course of the episode. Um, but yeah, and then... Um, Power Rangers, uh, there's a, there's a, oh, so Boom Studios has been putting out the Power Rangers comic book. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, they released issue zero and issue one. Right. So, so issue two's not out yet? No. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, haven't been to the store to buy comics in a while, so. Um, and I know you haven't, I, I'm doing stuff. I'm making <laughs> comics. Damn it. Um, but then uh, they're they're releasing, I think in July, um, a Pink Ranger-centric spinoff series, yes. which I'm sort of torn on, because like, on the one hand, I mean, that's cool. I like more Power Ranger stuff. But on the other hand, I sort of think about whenever Jason David Frank talks about... Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tommy the Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Whenever he talks about how he wants there to be like a Green Ranger movie, like just about the Green Ranger, it just kind of, to me, kind of flies in the face of the whole concept of the Power Rangers being a team. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the point. But well, I don't know. I kind of feel like IDW is approaching Power Rangers like boom, Marvel Boom is, Studios. Boom, not IDW. Boom. Mm-hmm. Right. Boom is approaching uh, Power Rangers like Marvel is approaching Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're going to have the one main series, which right. is the ongoing, and then you're going to have character-centric miniseries mm-hmm. being released every now and then to kind of flesh out some of the stuff that they don't get to touch on in the main series. Right. And that's fine. I think that's that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm totally down for that. It's just... It's just so funny because, I mean, uh, since we're pretty much launching straight into Power Rangers directly, it's just so funny to me that we have so much media 
surrounding this one interpretation of the franchise yeah. that that is based on a, a, a series that in its native Japan is largely just considered a, a small footnote. Yeah. Like, nobody talks about Ranger yeah. in Japan. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I mean, Power Rangers was such a huge deal when it happened right. here. It, yeah. Or it just might have been just to me. When I was no, 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 it was too fucking everyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a phenomenon. That's a that's an interesting place I think uh start really is uh what were y'all's experience with Power Rangers? Like where did it start for the two of you? What was your formative experience? Z- oh, are you starting with me? Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Okay. The Go whole for it. room just turned to me. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I Ladies think first. I want to say it was in kindergarten when the Power Rangers came out on Oh my television. god, you were a baby. Um, you're, you're, I keep forgetting that, like, I'm old. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, so we were obsessed. No. Uh, my brother and I were, like, super obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned the names of the managers at Toys R Us. Nice! So that they would tell us... Mm-hmm. Who? What time their um, their new arrivals for the new toys would come out? And somewhere, I still kindergarten everything. Kindergarten, first grade, something shit. Like that. Yeah, I was not that industrious then. We were. Oh yeah, no, I still have to this day in our house um, autographs from all the Power Rangers on a postcard because we were so obsessed that we would go to everything. And we lived in California, so... Oh, right on. It was like... Yeah, Very cool. They would cool. have events at, I want to say Universal Studios, um, where they would come out and do like a demonstration of karate or Get out of here. That's awesome. Yeah, so we would <sighs> go and we would like hang out and meet our idols for a minute, get their autograph, and like leave. That's... That is so cool. Yeah, it was really hard to move on past those five. Well, yeah, because they are... Having that kind of connection and then moving on is just insane. Yeah, and I think that's a a marked difference. Uh, I mean, we'll touch on this later. Uh, I mean, I I can't think of anybody else who would want to chime in on this, but uh, I... uh... I uh, I would think that that is a is a marked difference between the way the franchise is approached in J- in America as opposed to Japan because in Japan you have a particular favorite Sentai you grew up with and then you just move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um yeah that's really interesting. So so John yeah how about you? Um I think I was in middle school uh, when Power Rangers started. Okay, you... Oh, damn. Okay, so I'm between you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, there's a five-year difference between me and John, so you're somewhere so yeah. between those five years. I right want to say I was somewhere in middle school, and it was just one of those things where I would catch it on TV and watch it and became obsessed with it because I fucking love, you know, growing up, even even through high school, I watched cartoons and, and right. Power Rangers and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, any self-respecting um, nerd did. <laughs> you know, so... Self-respect. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I mean, I like the, the idea of the giant robots, and, you know, oh, prior, yeah. uh, you know, prior to Power Rangers, I was a big fan of Voltron. And, nice, of course. So, so any show where, you know, or even, you know, like Gotcha Man and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like Defenders of the Planet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Battle Planet. Battle of the Planet. G-Force. Yeah. G-Force. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. So I was, like, a huge fan of all, all that stuff, so the idea of, you know, these people with powers calling on r- giant robots that then yes. form into a bigger robot. Yes. Uh, you know, huge Transformers nerd as well. So uh-huh, of course. The whole robots thing really, you know... Uh, it, was, it was like the first inc- indication of... Inc- it was the first incarnation that we had seen in the States of, like, 
live action interpretation correct, of that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. No. And it was. It was closest thing was Robot Jocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was obsessed with that movie too. Of course you um, were. But, uh, <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but but no. So I watched I watched a lot of that, and uh, you know I got obsessed with it. Obviously, you know everyone likes you know everyone everyone always thinks that Tommy's the cool one. You know I was. Mm. I was more of a like I like the nerdy guy because he's yeah. the guy who actually builds the shit. My glasses. Alpha five. <laughs> yeah, Alpha um, five. Yeah, yes. that's what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was always a big fan of the character of Billy. Yeah, um, like I actually just really like the character because. Uh, oh yeah. He was one of the more interesting characters. Yeah, because I mean, the show. He, would, he would actually find out how stuff worked, and that that in every cartoon, TV show, whatever that those characters are always the ones that spoke to me. Right, uh, because. I'm a nerd and like tech geek as well. So, oh, of course. Uh, so that that always speaks out to me. But uh, but yeah. So I, I grew up with that and kind of stuck with it. And I would say I didn't really fall off the wagon until around uh, <laughs> three uh, years sober. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I didn't really fall off the 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 like the like it didn't it dropped off my radar probably. Somewhere around end of high school, right after like Galaxy or whatever. Yeah, Lost Galaxy. Lost Galaxy. Yeah. Um, and Sounds I just, about right. At that point, I was like, "All right, I don't know why I'm still watching this. I don't hate this, but I'm not. I got other shit that's more. I got other shit to do. Yeah, I got other stuff. I'm to an do. adult. I gotta do adult. I gotta. Things, I gotta go. Adult. I gotta do adult things <laughs> like drink and get in debt. Um, <laughs> I don't drink. I don't drink, but I did get in debt. Right there, you <laughs> go. Lots of in debt. No, oh, well, but, uh, I think we've all been there. But yeah, so I mean. Uh, and then, you know, after a while, I got back into it and actually started oh, yeah. watching some of the, the... More recent the, stuff. The more recent stuff. And not just even recent. I'm just saying, like, this was, like, long before we met. Uh, right. Like, I got back in, kind of got back into it, kind of rewatched all this, you know, the original stuff again. Um, and then kind of started, like, finding out more about the show. Like, the fact that, uh, you know, like, the fact that the footage... Like I, I'll be honest. I did not know growing up that the footage yeah. was Japanese. Japanese. Like, yeah, I did yeah. not. And and getting back into it, like I started to put it together. Like right. this is not the same because that's a guy played, by, <laughs> but that character's yeah. a girl. Right. Okay. Um, Something's screwy. Something's let, rotten let's in look Denmark. Into this. Oh, it's based on a Japanese. show. Something's okay. rotten in Hokkaido. And um, for whatever reason, I couldn't find like. Stuff of on the on the series that it was based on. Right. All I could find was stuff on the show that was going on at that time in Japan, which was uh, right. Magic Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I started like I watched that. It's and, fairly recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching that uh, before it came out here, and then like when it came out here as Mystic Force or whatever it was. Yeah. I watched that and I was like, whoa, this is totally different. This is this is actually blowing my mind. Oh, that's really shows cool. Are. I like, like that that experience. It's fun. Because it's, like, I knew it was different by that point, but it's just like, I didn't expect it to be that radically different, if that makes right. any sense. Right, right, right. Because, like, there was, I'm like, I don't even see where the original footage is. Like, where's the... right. Like, well, by that point, they had gotten really good at matching the footage. Yeah, and also, you know, uh, what was it? They had actually made deals where they, the Sentai Studios or whatever would actually make extra footage for the U.S. shows. They did that for a little while back in the 90s, but then they stopped doing it just because it wasn't as cost-effective. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, well, there was a, there was a period of time where um, Toei yeah, totally. uh, would... would, would um, I, I'm getting thrown off by cats. Uh, Toei would uh, would would pull the suits out. They pull the stunt actors off other projects. They build new monster suits, and they go film new footage specifically for Power Rangers. But that only lasted 
I think just through season two, the, like part of season two. Okay, I think that was it. But but the, but what ha- what started happening was well, they they actually started getting Japanese directors, like action directors, guys like Koichi Sakamoto to come yeah. over and do directing of stuff, especially during the days of things like Wild Force. Is when they really started doubling down on the Japanese connections. I mean, Wild Force is really similar to Gal Ranger, and uh, that was when I found out about the not dead I, I knew about the Sentai connection before that, but that was when I actually started being able to see it was uh I think it was Japanhero.com who started posting clips from the Sentai and stuff and I'm like, this is super trippy. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that, I mean that's pretty much where I come in. That's where the <laughs> love of the you know, the the original show came from and all of that. That's awesome. I, I dig it, man. I just remembered uh, as a kid, um I remembered watching Fox Kids a lot mm-hmm. when I was a child. Super yeah. into super into Batman, super into X Men, uh, and just whatever Tiny Toons that whole golden era of Fox Kids, oh, yeah. golden age of Fox Kids. And then um, out of nowhere, one day I'm just sitting, I'm just dicking around in the living room like you do. I think, wow, uh, yeah, I was, I must have been in grade school, uh, pretty early grade school, and. I'm just like I must have just been drawing or playing my toys or something, and then I heard uh, I heard Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Treasure, like, <gasps> like my head snaps to the those. television. <laughs> what? Those are things I know. I know Latin. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then it's like, oh my god, they're like dinosaur superheroes. What the shit? Well, two dinosaurs and like two dinosaurs, a cat, an elephant, and a, a lizard bird. Um, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. A glorified bat. It uh, felt like it fit at the time. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they it's, were all prehistoric, right? They were prehistoric beasts, and that was enough for me because I'm just like, Ooh. <laughs> so. Yeah, I remembered. I don't remember when I saw the first. No, I did see the first episode like first. I don't remember how or when I caught it, but I was just man, I was locked in at that point. And the the dinosaurs and the megazord were just icing on the fucking cake because I was like, oh my god, they have like dinosaur robots and they make a bigger robot. Because at that point, I was into Godzilla, not as like rapidly as I would be, but I was. It was it was a thing that like the those seed the, had been planted. Yeah, those are the movies that I would go rent at Blockbuster whenever like my parents took me to like a new Blockbuster because I'm like, oh, I bet there's Godzilla movies here. I've never even heard Godzilla had a son. What? Let's watch that one. Um, <laughs> what the hell is Megalon? <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I I so I started getting into it that way and. Growing up in San Antonio, uh, San Antonio really actually still has a pretty strong Power Rangers following, especially after Steve Cardenas got cast as Rocky in season two because he's a San Antonio native. Well, a lot of the 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 cast ended up being like Texas natives, or at least some of them eventually are. moved to Texas or whatever. Right, I think didn't. Um, well, I know Jason uh, David Frank lives right outside of Austin. Yeah, Jason uh, David Frank then, lives out. Um, um, Oh, Kid man. played uh, bla- the second Black Ranger, right? Um, uh, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, because I, I mean, he, I, I think he started as a voice actor and then became an actor. No, I think he started as an actor and then became a voice actor. Well, yeah, because he, the way he got into voice acting is through Power Rangers. Was right. doing the the voice over. Yeah, the dubbing yeah. stuff, and he got really into it, and like, he's like, no, I want to do more of that. Right. You know, what's this new anime? Trigun. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it's that's pretty cool. But like, also did the uh, the second dub of Akira that was done. Oh, I didn't Master. even know there was, was a second uh, dub. He was Kaneda. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, I have to track that down because I've never seen. I've only ever seen the original dub that yeah. off of a VHS copy or something. Um, yeah, but uh, I do remember when we saw because like, like I just remember. Um, when we saw the Power Rangers movie, when that came out, I, I remember being in the theater when the trailer first, I don't even remember what movie it was, because fuck, who fucking yeah. cares? Uh, and it's like the slow, the slow um, uh, lighting of the helmets and everything. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? These are like colors. And I'm like, and then it zooms out and you see them all lined up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm making a moment! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's like pre- Internet. Right? It was way so, pre-internet. You the news like you do now, where you like hear that like they're gonna do a teaser for the teaser that's coming out or anything like. Fuck you, kids don't show. know, don't know yeah. what it's like to go you into a movie theater. The you don't know what it's like to go into a movie theater and not know what you're gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could see a trailer for something where you're just like, "Holy shit, my world has been rocked." Yeah, like they, you don't understand the. No, we have to get there early because I don't want to miss the trailers because that's right. the only way I'm gonna see. Right, the exactly. Nowadays, I'm know what's coming yeah. out in, in a few months. Right, exactly. I mean, I, but I do remember when I actually saw the movie. I remember it was a big thing. Like my whole family went to go see, and like my, my family was kind of supportive of the Power Rangers thing. Mostly, my dad just was like, well, maybe it'll get him in martial arts. Um, <laughs> which I was, briefly. I was in, I took karate classes when I was a kid, and I remember specifically because you wanted, because to, be I wanted to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. And uh, I I remembered, uh, I, my grandmother actually hand-stitched me a badass Green Ranger costume. Nice! She made the helmet out of, like, f- like fabric stuffed with cotton to make it kind of, like, <laughs> Like a puffy, floppy helmet. She made the shield, and it looked like the shield in the American footage of where it's like this floppy, fabric-y. You couldn't put that thing in a crate from Japan. You had to make this. All right. Yeah, it looks like it's like a quilt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It has that like puffiness. Damn it, it. Savan! I mean, I know you're cost cutting here, but <laughs> but yeah. It, and I remember I I went there for a Halloween party at my dojo and won first prize. I won twenty bucks. Nice. nice. And uh, <laughs> I still have I, it to this day. I did. <laughs> I didn't. the The Dragon Dagger hadn't been put out by Bandai yet, so Which I. I still own. Oh, I do too. My box is signed by JDF. Oh, mine's so. not in the box. Mine is tore up. Oh shit! I uh, unfortunately did not get a chance to get any of the toys. Damn well, it! I take it back. I did get the White Ranger, uh, the Tiger Zord. Oh, the, the uh, Zord. The okay. Zord. That's the only one I ever owned. Nice. Because we, I, I couldn't afford them, and they I are expensive. Up, Even today, they're super expensive. I saved up my money uh, for that. I mean. But, uh, but you were saying about your family going to the Power Rangers Oh, movie. right, yeah. We went to the movie, and I remember specifically um, the whole movie. My sister was like, wait a minute. And then at the very end of the movie, Steve Gardenas' name came up, and she was like, holy crap, I went to school with him. We went to, He went to Robert E. Lee High School with my yeah. sister. Nice. He was like... Um, he no, actually reminded me, the, yeah. the middle school that I went to, uh, the girl that played Trini, she went to the middle school that I went to. Get out of here. Yeah, like, that was a big oh thing. Like, she was like a local hero in Spring, Texas. That's, wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that was like a big Sweet thing. Sui Trang? Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting, because, uh, 
Oh, man, you know, because, I mean, well, the Power Rangers has been so long running, and it's kind of like, they kind of just take whoever. Uh, and especially, and I think this is a, this is an interesting, uh, an interesting point, because there's such a, it's such a varied cast. They have such a variety of actors yeah. uh, from different, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different acting backgrounds, different professions, martial arts, stunts, uh, gymnastics. Yeah. As a result, you get actors from all over. Not everyone is just from California, yeah. although now everyone is just from New Zealand. But, um, yeah. but you know, that's how it goes. That's just life in general. Everyone <laughs> is now from New Zealand. <laughs> yes. I was not from New Zealand, but I am now. Now, now you are. <laughs> Retroactively from yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. Oh man! I had to sign a contract and everything. <laughs> I mean, it it, just, it is interesting because, and as, as I, <laughs> I, I mean, as I was saying, just the um, that is one of the things like the whole idea about the Power Rangers being this kind of wide-reaching, like like I said, all, all sorts of different people and different 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 races. You know, I feel like it's no, we sh- it's not worth beating around the bush. Being like one of the things that's super cool about Power Rangers and the thing that's kind of one of the defining principles of the fandom nowadays is how diverse it is. Yeah. Because it was one of the first superhero shows where anyone could be a superhero. Yes. Anybody, they really kind of, I mean, and nowadays you look back on it and it's a little cheesy and you're like, especially during turbo when they got a kid. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) let's not talk about, they brought in, um, Oh no. What was his name? Um, the character's name. I should know this. I blocked out most of it. Um, he actually wasn't too bad when they brought him back in in space, and oh, he was yeah. sort of lamenting about how like he wasn't a ranger anymore; he had to stay behind. And but he managed to like pull his morpher out of storage from somewhere to like help out. I think I think that was what Who happened. Who would have put their morpher in storage though? Like even if it's like you can't use it anymore, <laughs> yeah, he's I like mean, I guess I'll just throw it in storage. <laughs> what is it? I mean, I it was like to make that what is payment. It? Like, yeah, what is it? Uh, Adam from the black, the second Black Ranger. Oh yeah, he kept his morpher on him all the fucking time. Like well, yeah. every time he showed up, he's like, oh yeah, I got my my master on board. I'm, I'm fucking ready. Let's yeah. do this. Like, it's broken. Don't don't use that. You'll kill yourself. I'm gonna use but it. I might need to. <laughs> That was that was one of the interesting things was that they really actually, especially in those later seasons, started to find uh, cool ways to make it this broader canon. Yeah. Which is not something the Sentai really does. The Sentai operate on the principle that they're starting from scratch, each yeah. one. And then yeah. later on in the seasons, they'll throw some lip service to the older series or they'll do a team-up movie or something. So, uh, but... Oh, but there there was another childhood memory I had. Um, it was the Christmas I got the Megazord. Nice. And I remembered my mom and sister thinking, oh, he's not going to be able to figure out how to put this together himself. <laughs> and they're, they're like, done. Like, just, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, because I, I remember, like, I didn't even realize they were over there looking at the instructions, like, how the fuck are you supposed to... And I'm over here going, da na 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 like you saw on the show. Yeah, exactly. That was what was so rad about when they do the practical effect... Zord combinations because yeah. they would slow it down so they would show you how to put it together and then after a while they started doing the all CGI and it was go it was too fast and I can't tell what's happening and it's like all the sound and noise and I didn't know what was happening <laughs> and there's colors and now I've got a stroke and <laughs> but yeah I mean there are so many I mean even that is one of the things that I always I always did mildly preferred not. Not completely prefer, but one of the things I kind of appreciated about the about the Power Rangers and Sentai Mecha over something like Transformers, which are great. I love my Transformers, but 
uh, half of the Transformers on my shelf, you I could not tell you how to transform any of those. Yeah, there's quite a few of Transformers that I just... Just yeah. get, so that's just gonna stay in robot mode. Uh, like, nope, that's permanently in car mode. No, nope, yep. that one, that one is in robot. You know, I'm gonna buy two of these. <laughs> one in car, what, never transform them. Yeah, <laughs> that new Ultra Magnus. Mm, nope, I don't think I've ever even transformed it yeah. uh, after bu- first time I bought it. I mean, looking at that Power Master Prime they recently revealed, and I'm just like. I don't think I'll ever actually transform that. <laughs> it looks like it'll... Like, I got the Unicron, the Armada Unicron oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, I and I was like, this hurts my hands! <laughs> yeah. But then you're, you... Uh, like, I, I, I've been buying the Dino Charge Zords because I have no self-respect. And uh, I've just been like... Or tons of it. Oh, <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Um, and I'm like, oh, you just kind of fold the legs up and they boop. And it's like, oh, it's in the Transformers' butthole now. But whatever, now it's an arm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like to think about that part of it. Yeah, there's just something that's nice about the simplicity of it. And it's like, yeah. it's not, you don't really have to over... I mean, I can I can transform any of the Megazords I have. And I have, uh, who do I still... I used to have all the Megazords from uh, Mighty Morphin all the way up to In Space. Mm-hmm. I had all those Megazords, including all the auxiliary Zords, although I missed all the, the, the Zeo Zords because there were so damn many of them. But I had them all, and then I had to start selling them because I was moving around a lot and I didn't have any money. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, then I've started kind of reacquiring some of them. Like, I got the Dino Thunder. I got the... Uh, 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 I got the Zeo Megazord. I got the giant pyramid, the big nice. fuck off pyramid, Pyramidus, King Pyramider, um, from from O Ranger. That's 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 his Japanese name. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you guys. <laughs> let me ask you guys. Um, what about so so Super Sentai? How much Sentai have you seen? You had answer us is none. To your house, and we watched a couple of episodes. Uh, yeah, we watched Jude Ranger. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, I, it, is that all you've seen? Well, yeah. So I, I've seen, like I said, I saw Magi Ranger. Mm-hmm. Go fight Magi, yeah. Magi um, Ranger. I have a friend who hates that song. Oh God, those theme songs. Yeah, <laughs> the I best. Saw, I want to say I saw. Well, I mean, I do own the DVD set, the same DVD set for uh, Z Ranger. Uh, right. Uh, okay. Um, and then I just, funny enough, I just today ordered the set for the second series shot for Die Ranger. Go say Sentai, Die Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one, and then and then I know they've got a third set coming out in like a month. Uh, Ninja Sentai Kakurinja, yeah, which was the 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 Alien Rangers, right? Power Rangers. I'm super excited to see that one because I've seen a couple episodes of Kaku Ranger online. Yeah, it is super self aware. It's uh, it's all it's it's steeped in Japanese folklore. Like all the monsters are different yokai, but they're like modern versions. Like there's a do you know the Thwomps from Super Mario Brothers? Yes. So those, I believe, were based on a yokai that was a living wall that would, like, fall on you and kill you. Um, there's one of those shows up in Cocker Ranger, but he's, like, a brick wall that has spray paint and, like, graffiti on him and stuff. And he's, like, kind of... He's kind of street, kind of punky and nice. stuff. Nice. And um, there's this crazy narrator with a, wearing, like, a yukata and, like, sitting behind a little table, shaking a little fan, like, Oh, how will the Cocker Rangers get out of this one? And... It's uh and Kane Kosugi plays the Black Ranger and he's supposed to be from America because he kind of speaks English. 
he actually speaks pretty good English, and he pretends like he doesn't speak Japanese. So but he, he like, uh, doesn't understand anything that's going on. Right, and he runs around in a cowboy hat because I'm from America! <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. That's, yeah, that sounds great. Yes. I'm going to have to buy that. Yeah. I feel oh, yeah. like I've been properly represented. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, and then they recently revisited that trope in the last Sentai, uh, Shuriken Sentai Ninja. Ninja. It's a stupid name, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's another ninja sentai, and the sixth ranger in that series is from America, and he's a gold ranger, but his actual ranger suit has a cowboy hat <laughs> and tassels, like cow and like he wears a fucking um. What it, what uh, what uh, a poncho is like integrated into the uh, ranger the suit. Very American poncho. <laughs> yeah. Very Clint Eastwood. His morpher is shaped like a hamburger. Oh my god! Like it's oh, got a little oh, bun geez. with little green lettuce. That's and terrible. I love it. And he plays a guitar. Like that's his weapon. Is this oh, no, fucking that's cool? I mean, that's yeah. I'm very Silverhawk. Very ninja. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, I I just That's I don't know. American pride, right there. Yeah, put that on a T-shirt. I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maji Ranger, you've seen yeah, some I've of seen some of Zero Ranger, right? Um, I've, I'm, I want to say I've seen at least one or two other series. I ch- couldn't tell you what they were though. Right, it's um, kind of top of my head because it all kind of blends together. It does, unless you're really like super like i i kind of dedicated a portion of my brain when i found there's a website called henshin justice online that yeah. was very japanese heavy back in the fucking whenevers and uh they po- published a like a list of okay here's all the sentai and like here's where power ranger started was judanger but they also listed all the previous sentai all the way up to all ranger which was what power ranger zeo came from so it's I, I couldn't tell you all the Sentai between, like, Go Ranger and Jetman, which yeah. is the stuff leading up to Mighty Morphin. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just so interesting because going over to Japan and actually talking to Sentai fans in Japan is really is really fun because Power Rangers isn't even, like, on their radar over there. Yeah. They're, like... I have a friend who um, does request every opportunity for me to send him actual like Power Ranger stuff, like stuff that we don't that he they don't get over there, yeah, because he just he likes the novelty of it. But like, is it just like that cute American thing you guys do? Like, how do they? (laughs) It's it's the closest thing. The closest thing um, that that they've ever. So so there is a Sentai. uh, It's not. It's it's unofficial Sentai Akiba Ranger. Have you guys heard of this? I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's the one where they had the 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 power, like the red and uh, green ranger, uh, uh, kind of American. Right. Yeah. Well, the timeline had been changed somehow because okay. So for those who don't know, Amanda, yeah, uh, the uh-huh. Akiba Ranger was a parody Sentai that came on late at night in like what would you say 2008, 2009? Something like that. Yeah, and it was a three. It was a, it was three rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were each representative of a different kind of otaku mm-hmm. in Japan. And they worked, they lived and worked in Akihabara, which is the big kind of nerd district right. okay. uh, where all the cosplayers go and people go to buy manga and stuff. So um, 
And the whole, it, it, the series actually wound up being way more clever than I thought it would be because the whole idea was that it took place in our universe. Mm-hmm. Like, Sentai is a fictional thing. So when they transform, they call it Grand Delusion or something, and they're basically fooling themselves into thinking they're actually Sentai. So in actuality, is it just three... It's just three Super nerds just like running around this. Like- they're running around the street, punching at air. <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually, they there's a twist where it's like, oh, the villains find a way to break into reality, yeah. and they actually like. But then it, 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 all this meta humor shows up, and all this fourth wall breaking shit starts yeah. happening, and it's fucking crazy. But anyway, um, there is an episode where. The Green and, and Red Ranger from Mighty Morphin, the Tyranno Ranger and Dragon Ranger show up. And at first, the the Red Ranger from Akiba Ranger is like, oh my god, it's Geki and Budai, and, and it's it's Tyranno Ranger, Dragon Ranger, blah, blah, blah. And he's like spouting all this trivia, and then I... Yeah, well, it's like, and then also it's like, but the way you can tell that they're the American ones is that their <laughs> neck collars are the American flag. Yeah, and their, and their belts. Yeah, and their belts are also American flags. And they show up and they're like... We're the powerful ranger. Powerful ninja, this. Yeah. And they start they start being total dicks and start shoving the Akiba Rangers around. Just like in real life. And yeah. They start talking about how nice the villain female villains uh, ass looks. Yeah. And how they're they, like they, they nice her. body, this. Yeah. And like are trying to like hit on her this and stuff amazing. like that. Yeah. It's it's fucking hysterical and also like. When I showed it to when I showed it to Morgan, my my wife listeners, uh, she uh, she actually got really upset because she was like, they were really excited to meet them, and then they were jerks. <laughs> like she actually started getting really like <laughs> physically upset. Wow, it, it was really kind of sad. But anyway, so yeah, it's just so in Japan, it's kind of seen as yeah, this like Amanda said, this kind of this cute thing yeah. that like. Oh, that's the thing the Americans do. Americans do the adorable Power Rangers, uh, burger morphers, and cowboy hats and ponchos. That's all they do. Yeah, that's what our teams need. Although there have been some Caucasian Rangers in Super Sentai. Have there, really? Well, I'm trying to think. I know for a fact that one of the Kyoryujers, one of the Dino Charge Japanese Rangers, um, is this burly white dude nice. with a huge beard and his name is Ramirez <laughs> and um he's actually a recurring um ex- a recurring side character in Super Sentai and this is the first time he ever actually became a ranger uh and he's really husky so when he morphs his suit slims him down a little <laughs> well you know the yeah. little kid turned into an a, an adult man so. that's true and and he said I'll believe anything yeah <laughs> It's just so funny because apparently, so so I have friends who know him, and he has a bar somewhere. And that's the thing: a lot of Sentai actors go on to just open bars, nice. and like that's their little side business they do. Oh, that and works. You get yeah, famous. You have people come drink with you. A lot yeah. of people in Hollywood open restaurants, of course. So it, I, I get it. Yeah, I, we went to the Blue Die Rangers bar while oh, we nice. were there, and he was a cool kind of weird dude and uh no that was a lot of fun and um and then but anyway they my other friends they got to go to this guy's bar and um this white dude's bar and he apparently speaks like flawless japanese because he's lived there for years and worked there for years in the show they apparently told him 
really wide it up with your Japanese. So he's like, Watashi wa, like this terrible American accent. I I don't speak Spanish, but I always get made fun of for being Hispanic and not speaking Spanish. Oh, well. When I I dedicated a couple of years to trying to learn it, and uh, they made fun of me because I sound like the, like, the tapes that you would like oh. to, to learn Spanish. You know? Claro KC. Yeah, exactly. Like, very like white person. Pinche cabrón pindejo. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what he sounds like. But then every now and then he'll be like, um, Spirit Ranger, transform. <laughs> it's amazing. But anyway, any but. Uh, so, so. Can I actually ask you something? Yes, please. This is something I've noticed in, mm-hmm. in a lot of the Sentai series that I've watched. Yeah. What is their obsession with cell phone morphers? Mm. <laughs> Dear God, yeah. I hate cell phone morphers <laughs> so bad. Like, it was cool, like, the first couple of times I saw it. Right. And I was like, okay, I get it. Cell phones are a thing. That's totally get something. It. I get that it. It's, it's, it makes sense in a way. Mm. But it's just like, it's like, oh, come on. So, why is everything got to be a cell like, Every morpher now Every up, one of them op- opens, opens to up. be a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Well, that's one of the they don't even push all the buttons. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they, just, they push a button and then he presses the number one. <laughs> and that's it. What happens if he accidentally hits pound first? <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm the pink ranger. I'm feeling comfortable with this. Um, <laughs> no, that's... Uh, okay, so that's just because... In Japan, cell phone culture is very ubiquitous. Phones are very like like s- waterproof cell phones are common in Japan yeah. because people use them in the shower and um, just want they're just texting text them while naked. And um, I mean, who doesn't? I, I do that like doing it right now. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say that. <laughs> it's all my joke. Yeah, this is real awkward. <laughs> just flopping around. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's just uh, uh, cell phone culture is just super ubiquitous in Japan. And it's just one of those things where it's like, it's an immediate recognition thing for kids. And they can be like, like, cause a lot of kids have cell phones too. So they're like, Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. And the flip phone is still fairly common in Japan. Yeah. Uh, it's just because it's just the way it cool. is. Cause it's cool. I mean, that's why I thought it was a, I did not think, I did not think that they were going to adapt the Dino Charge morphers because they're it's just a gun. Yeah. It's a literal fucking gun. <laughs> and <laughs> they morph by shooting their enemies and then transforming. I fucking love it. It works. Yeah. And but I'm trying to think so the oh the um I think the Ninjers use a, like a Beyblade thing or something. Like it's a spinny thing. I vaguely think of, yeah, I think Yeah. I- some kind of spinny thing. It's the the, the Ninjer uh, design aesthetic is fucking massively confusing. Like it is. I was walking around the stores just in Shinjuku, and we just went to a department store because like, I want to look for some Ultraman stuff. And I saw some of the Megazords from Ninjer. Clarify the last Sentai. Um, uh, the one that was trains. No, that's Tokuger. Okay. Um, those those uh, those Zords were actually surprisingly simple because they were just literal trains, but the Ninjer Megazords and everything associated, all the weapons, all the toys I saw, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's just a jumble of shapes and my eyes. My eyes. I mean, some of the aesthetic is kind of interesting. Um, because the Red Ranger Zord was actually like a little pilot that sat in like a cockpit of this larger Megazord, and it like controlled it by like his moving these little. Zord turned his, into 
So we're, a we're getting in, for a Zord. Yes. Okay. We're totally getting into the like Transformers Headmaster. Like, oh yeah. You know, with what was it like? Uh, Power Master. Uh, Master Force. Metro. You know, uh, not Metroplex. For- Fortress Maximus. Yeah. Had Cerberus, who had uh, the, uh, Spike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, as the as his headmaster, it was like a headmaster <sighs> for another headmaster. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's and and the and the Ninja Mecha are just ridiculous. They're like that. They're just it's like a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. Yeah. And uh, now the current Sentai little segue there, um, which is uh, Dobut Sentai Juoger or Animal Sentai. Juoger yeah. uh, is uh, the current series, and I remember when the first episode premiered, my buddy Tomoya posted on Facebook, "Forget the stupid ninjas, uh, <laughs> animals all the way," because he hated a ninja. Uh, but you guys uh, watched some Juoger yeah. at my insistence. Yes. So let's let's give some thoughts on the new Sentai. I effing love it. Yes, he loves it. I I, I think it's great. Yeah. Like I, I furries the Sentai. Well, that part is not the, what I think is great about it, but yeah, I don't know what me. it is. But like the music cues. Yeah. I want that to be my ringtone. But yeah, every, but I did uh, notice a trend for it, and I don't know if you're going to go into the description of it, but yeah. it, it is, uh, Let's Players are the bad guys. Yes! And cat videos are the good guys. Yes! Because <laughs> that's kind of what it comes off as. It, it is a little weird. It's kind of hard to nail down exactly what they're going for. because yeah, like, like, the big baddie... Who, it's a video game. Is, he's, he's a, he watches he's Let's Plays. He's not playing yeah. it. He wants other people to play it, and he so tells he them watch. to make it entertaining, <sighs> which means that he's less so, watching Let's Plays. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. I knew it was a video game thing. Because of the the coin for, yeah. insert coin for, right. to continue. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you good. Know. Like uh, And then the world aesthetic of the animal world. Jew something. I can't say them. Jumans is what they're called. Yeah, but, uh, but it's, like, it's very Minecrafty. Yeah, it is like Minecraft the animals and which, Sentai. Which goes with it as well, because, I mean, even the, the Zords are kind of blocky. blocky yeah. And it goes back, what's the most popular Let's Play on the internet? Minecraft! Minecraft! So, this guy is coming to Earth to watch Minecraft. people play Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I need to run that by my 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 Japanese friends. I need to run that by them and be like, so what do you think of this analysis and see what they say about that? Because, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that, like, and this is something I could talk about forever, but I'll try to keep it short unless we want to talk about it. I mean, we've, we've probably got another, like, 10, 20, 15 minutes, however long we want to go. Sure, but, sure. Um, but uh, uh, one of the things that I always love about Super Sentai, and I feel like it's something that the Power Rangers don't, really get is Super Sentai is usually very tightly thematically designed. Like, everything draws to a certain theme. Mm -hmm. Um, The villains are a very particular theme. The heroes are a very particular theme. And, I mean, even in uh, Judanger, the uh, OG Mighty Morphin, um, the it was about knights versus monsters. It was yeah. knights versus sorcery. I mean, they both sides use sorcery, yeah. but and the dinosaur aesthetic was almost kind of an afterthought uh, because they were like, "What do kids like? Dinosaurs?" Yeah, yeah okay. It's, it's a draw, but not necessarily like it's not point for it, it, exactly. 
Exactly. I mean, it's just it's not a it's not that important. But the uh, but the basic theme is there, and all the monsters are mythological or folkloric monsters. I mean, even even the main uh, villains, each one is based on a different mythological creature. Uh, Squat and Babu are an ogre and a vampire, respectively. Right. I mean, uh, Babu went around drinking girls' blood in the Japanese version, uh, like you do. Yeah. Finster is is like a leprechaun, kind of an elf yeah. sort of thing. Um, Goldar... It, sphinx. He's like a, yeah, he's like a sphinx, some kind of a... Or, or like a Nemean lion, like a winged lion. Yeah. And that's something that Power Rangers very often kind of throws out the window, and it bothers me because I see the thematic elements, the art direction in the characters, yeah. and it's not being addressed. It drives me crazy in Dino Charge, because Dino Charge isn't a bad show. It's, it's actually pretty enjoyable. But... They threw out a lot of the, um, the 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 motivation for the villains in the Sentai, which is um, they're based on the emotional spectrum. They're trying to draw energy from creating, eliciting um, uh, strong emotional reactions in humans. Mm-hmm. So they all have these little badges on them that are represented representational of anger, sorrow, or happiness. Are you saying that it was Inside Out before Inside Out? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Pixar should pay them super huge amounts of money. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so they... And and so that's what was the impetus of everything the monsters were doing, was based on trying to create some kind of reaction out of humans and then feeding on that energy. Um, Then in in Dino Charge, they threw that out the window and it's not even addressed, but they all still have those things, these... Sorrow, <laughs> anger. No attention to those. Yeah, and it's just kind of weird, and and I'm like, it, maybe maybe if I didn't know anything about the Sentai, it wouldn't bother me as much. Yeah. It just seems like I don't know. No, no, I totally get it. It's I a mean, bit of a there's bummer. a lot of times where I feel like the the Power Ranger stuff, like especially going back and looking at old stuff, and mm-hmm. having watched uh, you know some of the other uh, Sentai shows, it's definitely you kind of. It kind of go. You watch and it's like, well, I don't know. It also feels kind of dumbed down. It, sometimes, it, sometimes, 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 sometimes they do okay. Yeah, like sometimes they get. Sometimes they actually make it a little bit more. A little, you know, I don't know. Not not better, but you know, it, it's not. As, they recontextualize it yeah. a little. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, but sometimes it does feel a little bit like there there is an element missing, but because. Mm. You know, at the time you're a child, right? You don't notice it because all your people fighting and robots so fighting and with the robots sparks and, and yeah, and goddamn oh, shit! Oh my god, Tommy doesn't have his powers anymore. <laughs> what happened? Oh, How is that fuck. possible? What happened to the Dragon Sword? Um, I, I I feel like, and I don't know if it's true, but it just seems like maybe the American version is aiming for a younger audience. Uh, like it just, or or at least the Japanese audience. At the same age is slightly more capable of handling picking up on those more. things. Yeah, like I don't know. It, it's also like just a general. If you give young kids enough respect and just assume they'll understand, they'll understand. But right. when you're trying to just sell toys, people have a tendency to simplify things. Well, the, for American audiences, anyway. That was definitely the modus operandi of everything between Megaforce, Super Megaforce, Samurai Megaforce, and Super Megaforce. Yeah. I mean, that was literally what the showrunner at the time said. We're not interested in making anything but a toy commercial for kids. Yeah. I mean, that's why those series suck. Yeah. Uh, but that, I, I mean, I 
it's it's really hard to quantify because in some respects the Power Power Rangers is trying to aim a little bit older with some of their aesthetics, like some of their representations of teenagers feel like in Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder feels almost like a something pulled off of the CW sometimes, mm-hmm. and but then you'll have something that skews comparatively younger, like. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Like, actually, now that I think about it, sometimes they, they, especially in the Disney era, they were kind of aiming for what felt like a slightly slightly older audience. I think it's just... I think they were trying to draw in the people that grew up with it. As yeah. As opposed yeah. to drawing in a new audience. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's... And because I'm even going back to the original mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, like, if you actually look at the transition from Mighty Morphin to Zeo Ranger, mm-hmm. like... I remember rewatching that, and the transition of the way the story is mm-hmm. is kind of like all the characters kind of lose some of the character development mm-hmm. that they had prior to that because right. they become more simplified, more so they more, can right more able to you know to appeal to a younger audience. Uh-huh. And even going to Turbo, right? Like they even did it even more, even by including a character that was a literal child, a little literal child. Um, but then, kind of, I think after that. When you had, uh, the, what was that one director that took over Power Rangers for a while there? It, it was Sakamoto. Um, I th- wait, no, 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 no. Judd Lin. It was an yeah, it was an American dude. The, the dude that did uh, like uh, Lost Galaxy, Lost in Space. Where, I think that was Judd Lin. Did the the, the that was Judd Lin. He's the guy who's yeah. doing Dino Charge now. Yeah, he yeah. kind of came in and went, "No, I'm going to do this towards you know these characters evolve. Right, I want these characters to evolve. Right." And kind of, it's like, we should be appealing to the kids that like that kind of storytelling. Right. And I think that's that's perfectly that's perfectly reasonable. I mean, personally, I think the Sentai formula is a, a works is a little bit of a safer option because you have an opportunity to make really tight character arcs happen over the course of 50, 30 to 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. When you have it stretch out over the course of, like, seven or eight seasons, it gets really hard to maintain these arcs. I mean, Morgan and I were talking about Supernatural the other night and how she felt like after a certain point, uh, every, all this development that happened, especially between, um, Castiel and, I don't know, the gay one, uh, was, uh, I, I, the Supernatural fans are going to lose their shit with me saying that. Sam Dean. The, the short haired one. I don't watch the show. Um, Dean. Dean. Like, <laughs> it's been like a while. Right. She, Sam is the tall, lanky one. Yes. No, that's Dean. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the older brother. Um, Winchester. Is Dean. Yeah. Yes? We're is here it? to talk okay. about that. <laughs> the older brother is Dean. Okay, the older brother is Dean. Basically, she was just <laughs> lamenting on how after them. after season seven or something, it felt like they lost all this character development. Because it's hard to maintain that over the course of a multi-season show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Friends, for example, well, I mean, feels like... I mean, that was... Even going by the supernatural, I mean, by the end of season five, they both had died and gone to hell. Right. And come back. It feels like you can only go so far with a character um, before it stops becoming believable. Watch long-running, like, 20-year-running soap operas. <laughs> eventually, uh, they get amnesia and just start over. Right. Because I mean, it's just easier than trying to maintain that development. Exactly. It's the, it's the impetus by which Marvel and DC have been operating for however many years. Yeah. I mean, so, and I, and I know that there are people who prefer those characters. They, they, that's one of the things, like, I hear Linkara say that in his videos, which are the best. If you, if you are of any inclination on getting what? They're fun. 
Yeah. If you have any inclination on getting uh, caught up on Power Rangers, I actually think that's a good place to kind of start, yeah. is his, his History of Power Rangers retrospectives. I don't agree with everything he says. Uh, in fact, sometimes I sit here clawing at my head like, uh, you know this if you watch the fucking Sentai! But, uh... <laughs> so, enjoy the history... Take the opinion with a grain of salt. Right. Well, you know, regardless, but he he did talk. He does talk about how he's like, well, I would prefer if they change and evolve, and if every series just went to the next one. But then I think to myself, but then he gets situations like Tommy being multiple Red Rangers and entire thematic elements kind of coming out of nowhere. Like the Turbo aesthetic mm-hmm. comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Zordon's just like, yeah, you know, the Zeo powers are getting stronger with each passing day, and you guys are getting collectively stronger. You're you're continuously beating your adversaries all the time. Uh, how about cars? Yeah. Cars? This cars? Pretty cool, cars? Right, guys? Well, yeah. I, I always thought that the reason they were cars next is because wasn't that the, the last one's Billy design before his character left the show? I don't know. I don't know if they thought that that just hard about like, it. Billy I, loves cars, right? <laughs> I, I just remember from the movie. Yeah. Uh, the movie, they said... Um, there was some bullshit throwaway explanation. Because, like, at one point, Cat, the Pink Ranger, turns into Zeo Ranger 5, and... No, wait. She's Zeo Ranger 1. She's Zeo Ranger 1, pink. So, she turns into the Pink Ranger, and then just stops because she fell in some water. I guess that interrupts morphing sequences. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, whatever works. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Anyway. And then, like, then they went, and they're like, well, we have to chase Divatox. Um, cars? 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 Everyone cars. Cars. Cars? cars. cars. But get a use a boat to, to get, to get. <laughs> one guy in a Segway and then cars. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but I, I got I got way off point because I was supposed to also talk about Juoger a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay. Because well, just just for those listening who haven't seen Juoger yet, I do recommend it as well because it's a lot of fun. It, it's really fun because it's not. I like it when they do Sentai characters or Ranger characters who aren't human. Mm-hmm. Like, they did that in SPD, they did it in a couple other series, yeah. where, like, they they certainly did it in Kyoryuger, Dino Charge's Japanese version, because uh, an Archaeopteryx man turned into the Silver Ranger, which was awesome. Um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense with how the Elephant Man in Juoger's trunk fits in the, in the mask. It turns into a human first, and then he becomes. But he doesn't. That guy fit into a suit. A child gets morphed into an adult. Sometimes a a woman turns into a man in these shows. Just go with it. I think. I think the operative point is that in the Sentai, the idea is that they're transforming. Yeah. And. so I I I I do overall like it. I really like the first episode. I I like that the Red Ranger is kind of the odd man out, but he's also kind of the unifying element. Yeah, he's definitely the heart of the show. Right. Sure, yeah. Which I appreciate. I really like that. And I love the I actually love the the, the animal suits that they yeah, have. Yeah, they're amazing. I was so disappointed and at the end of the first episode they turn into humans. humans. I'm like, Aww. I thought they were just going to run around like yeah. animal people. I really wanted to stay animals the entire time. Well, they have to they have to give the actors some face time nah, and you've do <laughs> I did um I did like uh oh shoot, what was it? I um, say, I really like the helmets. The like the outfits. Like at first I thought I was going to hate the 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 print <sighs> of the, yeah. the print first, but it's kind of grown on me. It grown- but I really like the helmet designs. Uh, uh, overall a lot of it has grown on me, although I don't I still don't really like the cheesy like 
like iron on animal faces. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't really care for that. It's grown on me. Right. Oh no, me too. Like I th- I didn't like the mecha. I didn't like the Megazord at first at all. I don't like the numbers on them. <laughs> they're blocks and they're numbers. And I already feel like I'm watching a kid show. I don't need, I don't need like, this I don't need that two, big kid blocks. show cl- cock slapped in my face right? any more than wait. Uh, <laughs> Rethink that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. no, I will. I don't think I will. <laughs> anyway, no, I just I I love I like the the conceit of the villains. I like the um I like the overall impetus of the characters. I'm really curious as to where things are going to go with the the eagle that gave him his cube when he was a kid. Yeah, uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, idea. Yeah, just overall. And the more the more I see them, the more I do like the blocky Minecraft Megazord and its big stupid head. I like when the bad guys explode into cubes. Oh, I love it. And I love that they're just practical cubes. They throw their little... cubes at people. I I do. When they flip, you know, they just drop the coins and then, like, they make it rain coins and the little... uh, (laughs) So good. Bad guys pop up. So good. Yeah. The the part that... Shut up. The part that, uh... (laughs) The part that uh, that I I do like, and this is something that a lot of that Sentai have been doing more and more of recently, is that the Zord stuff, the giant stuff, has been using more and more practical effects. Because oh, yeah. yeah. there's been kind of a circling of the wagons in the Japanese uh, film industry, where a lot of people are trying to maintain the Tokusatsu, the live action special effects tradition over there. I mean, it's still kind of getting circumvented by the bigger studios are wanting to do more more and more CGI. Um, but it looks so much cooler. Yeah, like it, it. Like had that had those had this show been made, I feel a, even like five six years ago, I think those little cubes when they explode would have been CGI. Yeah, it would have been pixels. Like yeah, actual, it would have like, been digital literal like, pixels. Yeah. But it's so much cooler that it's just like have some blocks. Yeah, <laughs> just throw some blocks at them. There's a great uh, GIF online that gets passed around every now and then from the set of one of the recent Ultraman series where. Um, to where it's Ultraman fighting Ella King, this big crazy monster, and they're like slapping each other, and it's just from the set. Mm-hmm. And there are these, um, there's dirt clods being tossed up, like to kind of give the imp- the idea that they're like shattering the earth as they're fighting. Yeah. And it's slowed down; it looks really cool. And I thought, oh, they must have like squibs or something that they're setting off. And the camera pulls out, and it's just guys <laughs> sitting around throwing, throwing rocks at them. Amazing. Wasn't one of them actually the actual director? Also, like walking over, oh, yeah. and grabbing it, and like. <laughs> Everybody get in here! This, this needs more. Oh, Dude, man. That's Sam Raimi style of directing. Oh. You're just like, you know what? I'm just going to throw stuff at our actors and oh. hope it works. Oh, well, that's that's just the way that they make movies over there, and that's the way they've always made them. They've always It's always been an all-hands-on-deck kind of thing. Yeah. Like, whenever it's... Uh, I remember when um, they first were making Gamera movies, they hadn't... It wasn't like Godzilla where they... It was a different studio, so, like, the Godzilla guys had, like, dedicated monster suit actors. Yeah. The company who made Gamera didn't have dedicated so monster you, like, guys. Pull the short straw. Yeah, they <laughs> literally were taking lots on who was going to be the Gamera, Gamera for today. And which is why Gamera doesn't do a whole lot of emoting. He just kind of <laughs> flops around. <laughs> He's like, uh, just kind of walk and flail your arms. That's how we do this, right? <laughs> I mean, anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to get off on Kaiju too much, but... um. Well, anyway, I mean, we're thinking we're probably... I'm sorry, that phrasing was amazing. Just all over Kaiju. Just right on Young Gary's face. Um, <laughs> you don't know where I've been. It's true. Yeah. That, so, that was another name for the podcast, actually, getting off on Kaiju. <laughs> 
damn it, why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the subtitle of our of our late night release. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll go uh, I'll go reach out to some of the kaiju porn illustrators oh, nice. that I know online and I know some. Uh <laughs> I bet you do. Yup. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have your hands in a lot of I'm gonna stop there. Um <laughs> So anyway, for the best. yeah. So I mean, you know, I think we can probably go ahead and wrap this up. Um, unless there's anything we wanted to touch on, I mean, uh, the Power Rangers movie. Any thoughts on that? The uh, the new big reboot. Uh, <laughs> I, I I like with all movies. I I gotta wait for a trailer. Yeah. Like I, I don't like the actors they got. Cool. Yeah. I need bunch a of young people. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of young people. Or I need like a trailer. some stills. I want to see how it looks. But I don't feel like it needs a reboot. And not just from a, like, uh, I work I work at a comic book shop. I, I've lived this life long enough <laughs> to see many a reboot. I don't yeah. care about them. Like, I don't mind. It doesn't hurt my feelings if you reboot something. Yeah. But it just feels like it's unnecessary. Like, you could make something brand new and it'd be amazing. Well, and it's but nobody be- gives a shit about anything but OG money. But that's Mighty also Morgan. what's confusing about all the marketing right now. It's because they're like, oh, we're rebooting the original po- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But they're all new names. They're new characters. They're not... Like, they're all, like, it's like there's nothing the same. Like, I don't even know, we don't even know what the, the suits look like. We no, don't know they're probably like. going to look like Iron Man or something. So they're not going to look like Power Rangers yeah, suits. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, so what, what, is it a reboot or is it a, is it just another Power Rangers thing? I mean, it's, it, there's no question that it's going to be Zordon and Alpha and yeah, Rita. Yeah, was already cast, so you know. Right. Yeah, sure. Which, I've, I've had time to think about that. I sort of was a little grumbly about it, because I'm like, that's a role that's always been held by non-white actresses. But I thought about it, and I'm like, but it's not super important to the character. I think that maybe in this case, having a really strong actress, somebody who kind of chews up the scenery. I feel like if you're worried about whitewashing Power Rangers, you should just watch the Sentai. Because yeah. the whole point of Power Rangers was to whitewash it for audiences well, that, in America. Maybe, remember, not totally whitewashing. I mean, but Americanizing. Americanizing. Yeah, you're American right. Yeah. American yeah. I, I do. American yeah, well, yeah well, exactly. Just deep fry it. <laughs> Damn it. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I just remember... So, Max Landis is credited as working on the script. And um, he did actually get in touch with me, like, a couple of years ago uh-huh. to, to tell me he was going to work on it. And he was like, hey, you want to... You want to... get that name on the floor Well, I do that every opportunity because Max is a hot ticket now. So, I'm like, oh, by the way, he and I worked on some comics back in the day a long time ago. But Me and my close personal friend, Max Landis. We don't talk. No, no, it's just... I just remember he and I talking about that and... And I, I sort of played around with some ideas, sketch-wise, like concept-wise. Mm-hmm. That nothing, nothing that made it to the studio, but like. Sure enough, that trailer's gonna come out. You're gonna be like, son of a bitch, <laughs> fucking pieces of shit. Um, uh, but anyway, I don't know. Um, we might cut this part out because I don't know if Matt, I, I, I think, uh, I think before we go to air on this, I'll talk to, uh, I'll ask Max, like, hey, I talked about you and I on Power Rangers on this podcast. You want me to cut that out? He may not give a shit. Um, 
But anyway, uh, yeah, I can just uh, call him up on Facebook and, uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, anyway. Um, I could, too. I mean, he won't answer, but. Well, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> he and I used to actually, like, throw back and forth ideas about New Godzilla comics and stuff. Like, because he really wanted to write a Godzilla comic. He tried to write for the New Godzilla movie. Did he really? And, uh, yeah, but they had already, like. Yeah, they were like, haha, no. Yeah, yeah, go write Chronicle first, then we'll talk. Um, He's like, I already wrote that, like, six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, anyway, this is not... writes like crazy. Oh, yeah, no, trust me, I know. I used to get a fucking script in my email inbox every other day. Like, hey, Matt, read this. Um, Sure, uh, I'll read that when I have some goddamn time. Um, Oh, man, I'll tell you guys about some other shit later. We're going to cut all this out. Um, okay. No, I'll talk, I'll talk to Max about it, but I'll, I'll ask him, like, hey, wait, I talked about you on the podcast. doesn't matter. So, yeah, personally, I'm kind of like, I'm so kind of like, yeah, but it's still like a, it's still like we're, we're, we're drawing so much from, there's, if, regardless of what they do, the suits are still going to look like the Mighty Morphin suits. Mm-hmm. We're still going to have the Tyrannosaurus, Mastodon, Triceratops. True. It's all still goes back to Jew Ranger, and I feel like I I'm gonna this is not gonna be right at all, but I feel like it's almost a weird kind of cultural appropriation that like power people are like, well, Power Rangers is its own thing, and I think to myself, everything about Power Rangers comes from Super Sentai. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Right. And to not acknowledge that, I feel I feel kinda icky about something about that doesn't sit well with me i don't know i mean i i i can get over it and watch power rangers just fine but well i mean we don't know what's gonna happen with that so let's hope there's some acknowledgement i mean it won't be like straight up pulled from no sentai this time but it will hopefully acknowledge where it came from yeah i don't know and and i mean as far as the, the the fact you bring up the fact that you know we kind of always seem to go back to the original mighty Morphin power rangers like it gets reused a lot like the current comic series is based on that. Right. Uh, that seems- Boom Studios, call me. Uh- yeah, um, <laughs> which, it is a good comic. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, I think that's because, and this may be just uh, America, uh, Americans, like myself, where we're so steeped in nostalgia mm-hmm. that we kind of can't let things go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, regardless of how good the next thing is mm-hmm. that's part of that, we can't let go that thing that we that made us fell and fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. It kind of even goes back to you know Doctor Who. Oh yeah, for example, people can't let let David Tennant go. No, but he wasn't the first Doctor. No, he wasn't even the you know he he was he there were a lot of Doctors before him. Right, of course, and there were a lot of really good actors, but a lot of people because that was the Doctor they that that hit big here in the states. Of course, that's the one everyone equates to being the Doctor. Right, um, and it's kind of the same thing that we equate. Power Rangers or Sentai to be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Exactly. Not any of the stuff that really came later. Right. None of the stuff that came before. Not really, especially not the, I, I, I always get, I'll get into arguments with people online, which is something I need to cut back on, about how, um, how, like, people will be like, well, original Power Rangers was the best. Original Power Rangers was the best. And it's like, demonstrably no. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's fun. It's a product of its time. It's very entertaining. But, like, on a pure storytelling level, something like Time Force or RPM yeah, is really, is, like, really strong by comparison. Which one's the one? Or it might be RPM. Uh, end of the World. Yeah. RPM. Is it RPM? Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, as a diehard 
pretty much only Mighty Morphin fan, RPM was a better story. And to be honest, um, the the Sentai that I don't know the name of, that Ranger, watching. Uh, Wait, Juoger. The which one? For, for this one, the one, the current one, the current, the one. animals, furries, the furry animal. rangers. Got it. Furry rangers is uh more fun. Like I, I really enjoy it. I, I, it's it brings me back to that childhood feeling. Ah, uh, yay! It's just a question. It, 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 it starts getting down to kind of apples and oranges, though, because it's really hard to compare stuff that it's made in a different time under different circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's why sometimes I get kind of blue in the face whenever people say like, well, the new Godzilla movies are way better than the old crappy Godzilla movies. And I'm like, you don't understand. And of course, and then you get the same thing with people saying, well, I just think that the prequels are way better than the original Star Wars because I have seen that happen I've a lot. Seen it before. Yeah. I but, work in a comic book shop <laughs> and I've met all walks of life. <laughs> a nice little cross section <laughs> of humanity just spilling out in front of me, flopping around and yep. partially ejaculating. Um those have all happened. <laughs> Just stares off, stares off into space. Just this middle distance, just dead inside stare. Thank you for the musical cue. Sorry, it seemed like it needed one. No, it gets gets good shit. Then I burst into cubes. (laughs) I love it. All right, so I think that'll that'll about wraps it up. I mean, uh, I we could probably talk about Power Rangers for another three four hours, but yeah, I think we'll give our dear listeners a break today maybe we'll come back to this maybe we'll uh maybe when the finish next the season yeah maybe when the either we'll finish the season or maybe when ninja steel gets adapted which is the ninja adaptation they've announced oh they did announce that they were going to do that one yes i we, thought they were going to skip that one and go to the the current one no they're skipping they're actually this is the first time we've ever skipped two whole sentai okay uh we're skipping tokyujur the train one because but trains train. are so popular not here in the states not in the states although I'm it's loco for locomotion <laughs> although yeah people people have gotten online on the facebook groups and said like they'll post like a link to lots and lots of trains <laughs> and they'll be like bitch i will fight you <laughs> And, um, like, but it's funny because I've got a friend who's watching Tokyuja right now, and he says it's, like, his favorite Sentai because it is super self-aware, very lighthearted, very fun. Uh, the villains are all Victorian goth aesthetic. Oh, nice. Um, like, the, the, uh, the, the soldiers, the, the putties or whatever, yeah. they all have little top hats <laughs> and little canes. It's a very formal fight. It's very awesome. Dapper. Very dapper. Are very dapper. And, um, the, then the rangers can actually swap colors and they get their, their friends' powers when they swap colors. Like, Red Ranger switches to Pink Ranger and uses her weapon and stuff, which is cool. I, I dig that. And, um, and uh, uh, and at one point, okay, this is getting into some serious, deep geek ephemera here. But uh, a, a famous Sentai stunt actor, uh, Tom Kitagawa, has a cameo in the show. He's also was a Godzilla. He played one of the Godzillas. Okay. Um, and I've met him. I've met him a couple times. He knows who I am. Uh, he, another name. Yeah, little, little right, right there. Just gonna right there. Uh, he shows up in a cameo. Uh, they just, it's just the Tom Kitagawa attack. They just fire him out of a cannon. And he just, he goes like, ah! And he just punches the shit out of the monster. It's super awesome. Um, it's a, like I said, it's a super, like, hardcore, like, 
like deep level geek reference, but yeah. it was just fun to see him on actually on screen. Uh, and then they're also skipping uh, Go Busters, which was a sort of a cyberpunk like like cyber ops kind of like hacking themed series. That could have been interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like something that would have worked. I'm sure they went, kids aren't interested in the internet and hacking. <laughs> kids don't like computers, right? Well, right, and it was a, it actually was the Sentai between um, Super Mega Force and Dino Charge. Okay. And they skipped that one because Dino Charge was more of an immediate money thing. Like, yeah. they were like, this is going to sell better. Yeah. And also, Go Busters was the lowest rated, poorest selling Sentai in years. I mean, but that doesn't really matter to us because you know you can adapt it to anything yeah but like it's not like they use 90 percent of the footage anymore well they do now well, yeah. yeah they they like disney were disney back in the disney days they would reshoot large swaths of stuff because they were they had more money to throw that around disney money yeah that disney yeah. money which is Mickey's name i know a mouse that you might want to talk to <laughs> and then you make yourself a little show <laughs> well it's just funny because because um Disney apparently hated Power Rangers. They didn't want anything to do with it. But they kept throwing money at that it because... bastard mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got your Sentai for you right here. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to make this fucking show. Or I'm going to cancel your ass and beat you to death. And no one will find your body. I don't know. It's just... That's- South Park version yeah, of bright, South Park actually. version of Mr. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just... Um, I don't know. Like, there actually isn't a, 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 a there is a, a not a script, but like a treatment out online by um, Amit Bamak, who was a uh, regular series writer on Power Rangers. Um, he was a fan fiction writer turned writer for the show, which is like dreams do come true, kids. <laughs> um, he actually wrote a treatment. He he actually wrote a treatment for Samurai as well that was way better than what they actually made. Uh, and he also wrote a treatment for Go Bust for adapting Go Busters. And uh, it was supposed to take place on the planet that they landed on in Lost Galaxy. Like, it was supposed to be, like, super continuity-heavy. Like, hard continuity stuff. Uh, And, no, we're not going to do that. Fuck that noise. Um, Anyway, so, okay, okay, so (laughs) we'll wrap this up. Um, John, Amanda, thank you so much for finally finding the time to come join me. I really appreciate it. We don't hang out enough. No, we don't. Yeah, we should watch more Power Rangers. I keep saying that like every couple of weeks, but... Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. When Cocker Ranger comes out on DVD, we will have a party for that shit. Nice. Yeah. Um, So, do you guys want to plug anything? Do you want to... Uh, anything? You can find me over at RageSelect.com. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I do every Wednesday or Thursday or whenever the video gets posted, uh, the Super Awesome Video Game Show. Savage Tits. Uh, yeah, or the full name is Super Awesome Video Game Show that is totally awesome. Or Super Awesome Video Game that's totally serious and we're paying attention to everything for, for reals. I forget <laughs> the, ti- the full title because it's a mouthful. Amazing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we, we mostly play like early access on Steam or betas or... Uh, sometimes we'll go, we'll go back and play like old, like hidden gems, mm-hmm. or sometimes we'll do like tutorial episodes like Jeff, uh, my co-host, uh, just started doing tutorials for, uh, Kerbal Space Program. Oh, cool. Which are really, really fun to, to, really good to watch so you get to know how to play Kerbal Space Program. Oh, that's fun. Um, and then, uh, you know, we also do Sunday streaming, which every Sunday, uh, on Rage Select you can go, it's me, Jeff, and Amanda streaming some random game for three hours. 
I don't stop until I make Jeff cry. <laughs> that it's is true. a gift. Yeah. That is a gift you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Usually it's in the first hour. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then I appear randomly at other times on that site. Mm. That's about it right now. That's about oh. all I do. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any other uh, shows going <laughs> I don't on. Right do now. things. Come to Rogue's Gallery. Rogue's Gallery Comics and Games in Round Rock, Texas. Yeah. You can come say hi, buy some comic books. Buy Prob- me some comic books. I'm probably going to go after this because I really need to clear out my box. Um, <laughs> I haven't been in like half a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might have just, they're like, no, more Matt Frake stuff. Oh, no, but I, I got to read more than meets the eye. <laughs> But yeah, well, that's great. Uh, again, thanks for coming out. And this has been this has been Matt Frank. Uh, uh, those of you who don't know, I'm a comic book artist. I I currently have been working on Project Nemesis for American Gothic Press, which is a cool, super gory monster story with um, uh, stuff happening in it. And uh, that uh, issue four just came out. I think issue five comes out next month. I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. Um, I'm wrapping up issue six now. Um, uh, my the thing that people actually care about is uh, Godzilla Rulers of Earth, which is a comic I worked on for a couple of years, is getting a first volume of a massive re-release of it being like 12 issues in one volume. That comes out in June, uh, so go pre-order that shit. Um, and am I doing anything else? Uh, I'm doing some stuff for BotCon. I'm doing a bunch of... I'm working on, like, Transformer stuff around the clock right now. Yeah, I've so. been watching your Facebook and the photos you post of, and I was like, I know that toy. <laughs> I know where that one's from, too. Oh, hey, that one's cool. <laughs> it's the Alligator Megatron. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Yeah. Bat, uh, bat Primal. Yeah, Bat Primal. Yeah, those are... Well, it says it's Beast Wars 20th anniversary. I'm like, I gotta do something, like, hardcore. And I'm trying to squeeze in another print, but I'm also trying to do a bunch of stuff for the Collector's Club and... Oh shit. Okay, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm up. I'm up. I'm awake. Anyway. Alright, well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And I'm gonna go uh I'm not gonna hit stop recording because I don't know how to I don't wanna touch it and explode. So thanks again everybody. Bye. And may the power protect you.